on tight. Please keep your trays in the upright and locked the flummery. position. The flummery. To the flummery. Do anything you want me to. To the flummery. To your earlobes. Flummery. We got a frosty, the frostage. To the flummery. <laughs> Sorry, this is Scoo Steve. <laughs> to the flummery. Flummery. Frosty, the frostage. We got a To the flummery. To the flummery. To your earlobes. Flummery. You can do anything you want me to. Earlobes. Hurry up, Flummery. And welcome to the Flummery 45, Colt 45, 45 caliber. <laughs> we would like to welcome our special guest this evening, Nick from Nick and Vince Podcast. Where is my Colt 45? I did not buy that or the hams you requested. All right, did you bring Billy D. Williams then? I did not bring Billy D. Williams. We could just pop in Star Wars. The question is, is will he make an appearance on any future Star Wars movies? <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. I, I kind of, you know, I was kind of, why didn't they use him? Uh, they just had too many characters going on. Right, I know. Right. And action. So when I came on, I, this is purpose. The reason I wore this shirt is to talk about young blood. I, th- I found it in my dresser, so... We're this ready. is this is it. This is it's young blood. Tonight. It's young blood. Yeah. This is our special young blood episode. Second, everybody knows. Second greatest hockey movie. <laughs> it can't. It cannot surpass Slapshot. Oh, okay. It just can't. It's just is gonna be... your third favorite goon. Goon could be third because none of the money ducks are. No, I'm not. They're not good enough. For no, me. no. They're they're, they're kids. That's movies. a miss. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it would probably go in that order. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. If they I'm try to remake Young Blood, I'd be very. Mad. I bet there's people who would yeah. uh, be able to throw a couple of uh, hockey movies in there that maybe we hadn't even seen, or that they think are some of the best. Right. But I mean, let's a slap shot. Let's just we, I, nobody's going to win that freaking argument if they're talking about something's better than slap shot. Well, uh, we're in. It's a Minnesota. It's in January. It's like hockey. I mean, I don't even watch hockey as much as I used hockey, to. Hockey, hockey. But it, it's just it fits right. I can't skate, and it still gets in my blood right around this time because. <laughs> I wish that the league, like all the warm weather teams, can fuck off, and then we get rid of those, and then we reduce the schedule to like forty-eight games or something. Yeah. So everybody plays each other uh, twice. So I guess it would be like sixty or whatever. But we'd be getting rid of some teams. So yeah, it'd be like forty-some games. My 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 little funny thing is people who complain there's too much fighting in hockey. Not anymore. No, well, there's not as much, but the people who always go, oh, this is too much fighting. Um, I don't see you turn away from the television when a fight right. goes on. Yeah. I don't see anybody going to concessions to have a drink when the fight goes on. There's too many crashes. In you're NASCAR. watching it as it's, I don't know, I'm tired of this fighting. But you're still watching it. There's too many hard hits in football, you know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> There's too many sweeps in curling. Sick of the sweeping. Why do they even do that? So is this, what is this, whole state is just in anxiety mode today or what? Uh, are, are you? Did you? Well, the last episode, of course, you saw was it. Special Vikings playoff episode, and this one could be. I don't want to get too much into it, but right, we're all excited. It's I just think. a collecting of. It's just the whole state is a collective puckering, isn't it? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> well, did you notice? It seems way more positive this year than it did the last time that we were in this position. 
Okay. And I think that it's because people actually believe it could happen the right way this time. Meaning, yeah. even if they lost, it wouldn't be because of some bullshit. It would be because, you know, yeah, it was like just two Gary defenses Anderson. killing each other, you know. And it, I think they just believe in this team a lot better than they did the last team. Sure. You know, that was in the same position. So, uh, I think all around, people feel it's a better team. Yeah. And so, I've... I was wearing my Viking shirt. I, I think to, it starts with questioning your quarterback, which nobody's really questioning him at I all. I don't think there's any reason to either, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, and you're all right. Before I think it was you're all right like about that. You would question your quarterback, and then yep. it came down to your, like, your kicker and everybody else, and nobody does that on this team yeah. right now. You know I what I like right. about Case is he's the kind of guy that would do the most screwed-up thing, right? A really bad play, and he doesn't affect him anymore. Yeah, right? it, he just wipes it clean. It, all right, we're done. Like he, the, the big, you know, the big... The play before the big play, you know, the one that they ran out, the the previous one, he, he was, what the heck are you doing? It was a throw that was not even worth catching right, and all right. that. And, was, and then the next play is just like. The most amazing play in football. Right. And you history. need quarterbacks like that. They're almost <laughs> like pitchers who get a home run off of them and it just doesn't affect them. I'm pretty sure I saw, I, I'm pretty sure I saw that there, that was the only time, uh, like a, like a walk off. Yeah. Touchdown, I, in playoffs in the playoffs since like the merger. Yeah, I've only seen like high school level. I've right. never really seen collegiate. I've, we always seen field goals and stuff like that, or a fourth. You've never really seen that kind of a thing running down the clock. Yeah, yeah. It it seems like always field goals. Yep. Which makes sense because it's a safe play when you you know they get within thirty yards and they're like, yeah. okay, let's get this thing through the uprights and win the game. But it, I think uh, the other thing that happens is. Well, the other thing that I noticed with the positiveness, I, w- I was wearing my Viking sweatshirt, right? And I went to Total Wine. And I come out of Total Wine, I'm walking yeah. down the sidewalk. This other guy's walking down the sidewalk looking at his phone. He looks up at me and he's like, hey. And I'm like, hey, man. And he goes, and, then, and I'm like, do I know this guy? And I'm still looking at him right in his eyes as he's walking by me. And then he's like, skull. And I'm like, yeah, man, skull. Did you guys walk through this? <laughs> no, I just said, skull. 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 <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty pretty positive atmosphere. I want to throw something in here real quick since we're just getting started. Yeah, um, we are up live, obviously on YouTube, and if you know that already, uh, you probably got there through the Flummery page on Facebook or just caught us on YouTube somehow. Sure. But we are monitoring. We're trying to monitor YouTube and the, the Flummery. Why don't you give page. Nick a little drop here too? I will. Yeah. We're gonna actually. I'm gonna make him do his own because okay. it's. I want you to do like give us a comprehensive list. We'll but do go it to the flummery. We'll take comments. We'll take questions yep. if you have them. But if you just want to be a listening turd, then do that too. Yeah, um, I got <laughs> it watching. on. You know, I pulled it on our Twitter. If you got a, if you're following us on Twitter, we're on Twitter. You know, going live. So if you have any questions, I can. I'm monitoring that as well. Nice. Um, T- tag team. Yeah, tag team. Ha! So. <laughs> Yeah, you guys kind of, I mean, we took a, there. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> Nick and, uh, you know, Vince and I, we took a break, and you guys are like, hey, come on up before you start your podcast again. And that's kind of the thing we're doing, kind of kicking off our podcast again tomorrow. So, this is like our pre-party party. So, pre-party right. party. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, we. You guys took like a winter break like college students did? Yeah, because you know it gets too cold. You know, you know, it's like I'll do you a solid, Vince. Why don't you we take a break and you don't have to start your car for ten minutes and drive to the studio, right? <laughs> We're in winter. Is that his biggest complaint? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, then I can go back to the book. I don't have to, you know, 
worry about the, all the low, you know the podcast stuff and you know stuff That's like cool. that. So I got a little bit of break. But then when you're not podcasting, you're thinking stuff what you could do for your podcast. And when you're not, and when you're on the podcast, you're thinking stuff for your book. You know, it's all yeah. that. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, that was good for you. Renaissance doing man. your work on your on your book as well, too, though, right? Yeah, yeah. You start getting in a groove, right? Almost like when you do music, you get in a groove and you don't you don't want to get away and just start doing other stuff. So, um, and then our first topic, we're talking about Frankenstein because it's been uh, the book came out exactly two hundred years ago this month. Really? It came out January eighteen eighteen. The um, more you know. The more you know. So. You guys know that Frankenstein actually is the doctor, not the monster. <laughs> yes. It's Frankenstein. Yes. The doctor or the doctor? The doctor. <laughs> doctor. Yo, yeah, we covered the whole spectrum. We covered the book. I actually had to read the book, and it's not all that in- interesting. Really? Yeah, it's not. The Mary Shelley, right? The, the Mary Shelley book the is not classic. really there, yeah. And then I, we, yeah, okay. uh, we, we actually we had to Frankenstein it up because we had so much material, and we covered so much things, so we had to cut it up in pieces and fragments so we actually have, have two parts to it now wow all right that's good <laughs> so any uh young frankenstein involved in the- <laughs> you know we didn't talk about it as much as we should <laughs> that that movie is such a classic it is i love it the original yeah the yeah. young frankenstein and how they make fun of the other previous oh, yeah, ones yeah, yeah. And, so good. yeah. So good. there's so many i mean my friend dan and i would just start spitting lines at each other the whole time <laughs> i wish i could i'm, I'm I've seen it about 10 uh, times, but it's probably 15 years ago that I watched that. He <laughs> passed away not too long ago. Gene. Last Gene, year, yeah. right? Yeah. There's not many, in that movie, not very many people left. Yeah. I mean, they're all pretty much all gone. Yeah. Well, Gene um, was 86 or something like that, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. 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 The woman, um, the, the female comedian, she died young years and years ago. Um, the only thing, um, the only people I know that yeah, She had cancer or something yeah. like that. Yeah. The only ones I know still alive is Terry Garr. And then the Frau Brooker. Uh, she was a baby. Yeah, Cloris Leachman. She's still alive. Really? Yeah, other than that, I think everybody's gone. Yeah. Except for Mel Brooks, which that's the best thing about this movie is he ha- he's not in the movie. And that but- fucker's still kicking it like he's I know. 70, 70 years old. I know. He's so full of life still. Because man. from like 60 to 150, all your shit's still the same anyway. You're hobbling around. Your jokes are <laughs> they're perverted. But they're <laughs> I mean, Young Frankenstein isn't a Mel Brooks. I mean, he just wrote the check for it, but Gene Wilder wrote and directed it. But mm-hmm. Mel, you know, he has to get himself it's in amazing. it. So, so he, awesome. he's the voice of the cat when the dart throws. Yeah. He's a wow. Is he going to... So I mean, he, he has to somehow get win it. Another question is, yeah. is Spaceballs 2 going to come out? Oh, oh why? I don't why? Know. Well, they can't have John Hurt in there. John Hurt can't... You can't have I mean, John Candy. You don't have John Candy. You can't have John Candy. You can't have John Hurt. Remember, he reenacted the whole Joan, monster you, coming out of him. We don't have Joan Rivers anymore either. Is that him? That was John. They actually got John Hurt to go in that cafeteria to say, oh, no, not again, and a monster come out of him again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's at the end of the movie. Think, yeah. Um, yeah. It's in the and space diner. The and you, thing. you see the Millennium Falcon parked outside, too, or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. 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 And then doesn't he do the Warner Brothers Yeah, do the yeah. Warner Brothers dance. Hello, and everything. You know what's Hello, funny is you can see the little little uh, little thing <laughs> under the table, yeah. like uh, fucking moving along. The stick. Just. Well, I talked about, but Mel Brooks went to George Lucas and says, hey, I'm making a movie, making fun of your Star Wars stuff. And George is like, that's fine. Just don't merchandise it. Well, you tell Mel Brooks to do something. What the hell is he going to do? He's going to do it. It's, and he put yeah. it in the movie. <laughs> Spaceballs the t-shirt. Spaceballs the lunchbox. <laughs> Spaceballs the movie. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny because um, I actually just They put it in and rewind it. The Toys That Made Us is on Netflix now. Have you seen that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the Star Wars one? 
I've never, I've never it's seen the this first t- episode. I guess I'll have about, to see that. I haven't even touched about, it. You know, like how Kenner was like a no-name um, company before they got a hold of them, right? And they like, I mean, they were trying. Nobody wanted to touch Star Wars because they didn't know how it was gonna do. And then the movie yeah. came out, and they had like, they're like, well, uh, and that came out in April or May or whatever. May. And May. they, and by Christmas time, they still didn't have seventy-eight. S- Toys, but they they got the contract, right? And uh, I mean that's that's kind of funny, but <coughs> that that goes along with the with the with the Mel Brooks stuff where let's get the merchandise out, right? And that's what totally Star Wars did right after that. They're like, wow, genius! I mean, it's brilliant. It's the best thing. Like that was that the first? Well, that wasn't the first example of the merchandise. No, it hadn't been done in a few years because yeah. they did that with like GI Joe and Barbie, but that had been like 10, 20 years prior to or whatever, mm-hmm. or even thirty. But yeah. they, nobody was doing it, so Kenner's like, "We need to get on this train and, and get, you know, the rights and ride it." Yeah, yeah. And, and Kenner made out with that deal. They made every dollar. They made ninety-five cents, and the five cents no went way. to Lucas or uh, Lucas and um, whoever was. The, well, least, well, still George. Whatever made, yeah. movie brand was behind them at that time. Well, whatever George made, he still made more money than the movie. He made more money on the merchandise. Okay, the merchandise he, made. Yeah. Two times to three times the amount of what the movie made. <laughs> it had to be even more than that, it, I would think. No, it's about the For him to thing. make more, though. Yeah. We explained a little more because in a couple of podcasts ago, we talked about He-Man, which is another episode on the Netflix toys thing. Yeah. Well, they got, yeah. they, I mean, they got on board right after yeah. the Star Wars thing. The He-Man thing came on and yeah. all that it's, stuff. And Go the on. reason why Mattel, and we talked about it, the reason why Mattel started He-Man is because they lost the bid. They thought there was too much, George wanted too much money. And they said they balked at it and go, no, thank you. And then Kenner took it. And then Mattel's like, we got to do something to compete with this. And they came up with this whole version of Conan the Barbarian and turned into He Man, mm-hmm. which is to compete with the Star Wars dollar. And another thing, the you know how Castle the dolls, you know how the dolls, like the GI Joe dolls, used to be yeah. really big. Oh yeah. Well, they're like, we're, we're going to release this universe where we have ships and stuff. So the 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 reason they came up with the size for the for the the figures that they did. Okay. So which, they're like, we got to put these in, you know, you can't make a Millennium Falcon for a doll this big. <laughs> oh, for the Star Wars action yeah, figures. For the, yeah. So, like, we can't have something that fills up your whole goddamn living room. Hinged so, at the pelvis. So yeah. the guy, the head of Kenner goes, how big will you make them? And the guy goes, well, this fat, he's, they called him, he had little fat sausage hands. He's like, make them this big. And then he's like, held it out. And one of the execs, like, measured it. And he's like, all right, three and a half inches it is. <laughs> and that's how they got the size of the Star Wars figures. Have you seen the... Bubba Jet prototype at a convention. Wait, uh, it's the, the gold, the golden. The, the, yeah, they talk gra- about that. Yeah, that's the holy grail of action the, figures. Yeah, action figures, the holy grail, because the, the original one was supposed to have a, a rocket launcher mm-hmm. or a mm-hmm. missile out of it. Yeah, but they couldn't release it that way. So when it came out, it was a solid piece. Yep. But the prototypes had the the Move launcher out of it, mm-hmm. and that's like the that's the fucking golden boy right yeah. there. You find that as like the golden gem of action figure like collecting. Twenty, thirty thousand dollars Which yeah. is funny because it's like yep. so many uh, so many clones came out of him and so many action figures came out of his character. Too. Yeah. yeah, though the Bubba Fett action figure I had it did have the rocket, but it was fastened in. Yeah. You can't move it. But I the ones that, if if you can find it with the button in it projects like, they thought kids were gonna hit their hit them in the eyes and stuff like that. So they just like can't gotta poke like, your there's eye. There's that guy that owns all the he owns the most uh, memorabilia. It's called Obi Wan Ranch or whatever it's called. Yes. He's got two of them. Oh my gosh! And it's in a locked case in this in his special room. Oh my gosh! I he's went a, to a, I went to he's a also con- a gynecologist. 
I went to a Comic Con uh, in Chicago, and they had one of those, and then they had a remake, just a replica yeah, there's remake. A, you can actually um, buy like yeah. the, the uh, a correct remake. They sell it online. You can find it somewhere. I mean, it's obvious it's not the the right. real deal, but you can find it somewhere. Yeah. It's... So you you still got your action figures? I mine are gone. They're in my parents' yeah, house in the attic somewhere. <laughs> and I have an ATT at, uh, at Walker. And, you got to be kidding me. Really? I, yeah, and I have uh, probably the Millennium Falcon somewhere sitting around. And those fit in there? There's a delay. The oh, action figures yeah. fit in there? I mean, the Millennium Falcon was probably like this big. Oh, my gosh. All right. Yeah. I, w- I, I was obsessed with that thing. I mean, d- I mean, you guys probably reenacted Star Wars when you were a kid out in the street. Oh, we did everything. Yeah, I mean, we did. I, I mean, I would just play with my figures. It was always G.I. Joe. Tell my friends to fuck off. <laughs> you would? Yeah, I'd be like, I'm fucking playing with Star Wars, dude. Get out of here. Han Solo's way better oh, friend Leia. than you Oh, Chewbacca. Wait. When I was a kid, I, I, was, I wanted Han Solo. You know, I don't want mysticism and powers and a sword. Who cares? I wanted a spaceship. I wanted a gun. I wanted a pet. That's why I love Chewbacca. And I wanted a princess girlfriend. Everything Han had, that was gold. Yeah. Han is, yeah, probably. Chewbacca's, of course, my favorite He's character. He's like the kid ever, from the other other side of the tracks that had a fast car. I always liked Han right. better than yeah. Luke. Leather jacket. Yeah. yeah. I always liked Han better than Luke. He was um, like the Steve kid. <laughs> but in the last movie, I liked yeah. Luke the best. I thought right. that was his best Luke ever. I, I still think Lance's beard is better than Luke's. It's, yeah, yeah. It's probably more real. <laughs> I'm not getting too in depth because right. we talk about the last shot all the time. Parted. Yeah. What was your thoughts on the movie? I don't want to make well, this whole depth with you. Um, you got time. One couple of seconds. Um, I'm not happy how Star Wars treats death. You know, that's the big thing about Game of Thrones is how they treat death. I mean, once you're done, it's done. It's not this five minutes of a dying scene. Star Wars, it's like, okay, you're dying, and we'll take ten minutes and talk about it and everything. It's just <laughs> you're dead. Just do it. Just Move on, and yeah. they can't do that. They just well, can't. They use the deaths of like they use the deaths of like Obi Wan and um, as you know, yeah. as fuel for the next Jedi, yeah, to become more powerful and more. Which is funny because you know it's supposed to use anger or whatever, but obviously they're upset. <laughs> well, yeah, they're scared, upset, and angry when that happens in front of them. Just like Luke, you know, when he sees Obi Wan get cut down. He freaks out, and starts shooting it, you know, and he's not, you're not supposed to use that. And it seems like they used that, and they used it for Anakin because they were threatening to kill the Emperor, you know, or Palpatine. Okay. You know. Well, what was the best movie you guys saw this year? You know, I, mean, I, remember, I don't know if he I mean, said it. What was, I mean, all, of all the movies last year, because there was quite a bit. I mean, it was bombarded. One that stands Interstellar. Up. No, I'm just kidding. Interstellar. You're a little too late. Yeah. It's too, yeah. 2014. Uh, I know, but I always talk about it. Say one of when. Wind. I was about to say the exact same thing. Wind River? Yeah. Wind River Absolutely. is probably one of the best. And that's in our top ten. Is it? Yeah, number four. That was number such an amazing it. movie when I watched that movie. It's not a feel-good movie of no, the year. No, it's not. But like, it's loud. Like when, the, those the, when the gun yeah. stuff's going on in that, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. and the standoff? Yeah. Holy fuck. I, and I, then the scene that kind of... Is the beginning of the movie, but played near the end of the movie? Right. Let's put it that way. Like how everything gets set off um, is amazing. That guy who he plays Punisher also now. 
John um, Berthall is in it. Berthall, thank you. Yeah, it, the guy that plays him. He had a great year last year. He did year. a great job. I mean, that scene was so intense. I mean, and I hate seeing that, what happens in that scene, which I won't say what it is. I hate seeing that on film. If you go back you know, and we watch it, um, you'll notice that when Terry Sheridan uh, did this movie, he wrote the, the movie, and he directed it, mm-hmm. um, all the important scenes take place with a door, a part of the story. So the beginning where Jeremy Renner's character answers the, his ex-girlfriend's house, so he can only stay by the door. Right. When the FBI agent comes, she can only buy the door. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like the door is a metaphor of going in and out of different cultures and how they're able to handle you. In fact, the most Is that important, something they discussed or is that just something I think it's just a motif in the movie of a door. Everything important happens in front of a door. In fact, like, the, the most important editing happens right at a knock of a door and it's yeah. sliced. You can hear the slice and then it comes into... So, Terry, if you watch it again, there is a lot of door story. Every everything oh, is framed with think, the door and part you of it. Me thinking in it when they're going, they go. Yeah, when he's talking to the well, right at the beginning of the movie. This is the only thing we'll really say in detail. Yeah. Uh, a, a young girl is killed. It's he's is found dead. Well, that's the whole plot. You can't right. Do that. It's the beginning of it. It's fine. Yeah. It's not a spoiler. So, no. but we're not going to spoil this movie. But there's a scene where Jeremy Renner has to tell her dad. Yep, and. That's all right. It's all there. in front of a door. What, yeah. Where did you put that on your on your top ten list? That was actually number four. Yeah, yeah. What was your number one? Number one or number two? Uh, that was kind of eh, but uh, we put I put Dunkirk. That was a fight with Vince. He and it's like he thought it was boring. I thought it was actually inventive, and I think that's going to be a struggle. You thought it was boring? Yeah, it was done I really I, well. I didn't think it was. I definitely didn't it was think it was boring. Beautiful no. movie. That was great. I think if you Holy like shit, because if you like film. And I love film. I don't get bored watching films, and I appreciate it. It's almost like for film, you how can't read a done. book that's bait. You know, you like the way how done, it was done. Yeah, it's I like just that. shot. So, and it's shot in IMAX. That's seven hundred. That's seventy millimeter. That is tough to frame all that with it a is, big lens. Yeah. All the stuff. How they get it in an airplane. You know, and how it's they an get it. Amazing. Yeah. The way that it looks, I was just blown away. And it has a. I never, a, I never really I like looked at a it, seventy millimeter camera. That's a pretty big. It's a big. Well, the, the modifications ten years ago when they did the Dark Knight, it was a clunky thing, but now for modifications, that's able to just you can actually handheld the thing now. Yeah. Now you had to have it before ten years ago. You had to have a crane and move the thing. Right. Or mounted on a car. Yeah. It took forever. I mean, even how they did the chart. So the technology is caught up and made it Dark more Knight. small. Yeah, and based on Nolan's pressure, this is the best film. Why aren't we making movies in the best material out there? We right. should make yeah. more movies in this material. So yeah. they're probably like, oh, it's way more expensive. But now once they've shrunk down the technology, it's probably a lot less expensive than it used to be. So it is. Why not? It's a lot more accessible. They're able to get it into submarines and to in, in water. And he's demonstrated. That's like another thing why I like Dark Kurt. They demonstrate all these things that you can do with 70 millimeter cameras. It was cool. The beach scenes, of course. Yeah. Just the, I mean, the length of the shot it yeah. just seemed different than if you just point a regular camera down the beach. And much like because it was yeah. wider, it seemed like you'd get more of the periphery too. Right. But it was still this long strip of me too. It looked. There's still this long strip of you know sand, like it kind of set. Yes. Know, it was the focal point, but there was still the panorama was a lot bigger. You just so feel all yeah. the texture in it. You yeah, feel the loneliness. Cool. I mean, and then I like Nolan. He's not a he doesn't dumb it down for you. No, like the whole he, the whole scene of the guy going in the ocean, you know what he's going to do. He's given up, mm-hmm. and they're just sitting and watching him. Nobody's yeah. going to stop him. Yeah. They don't see him again. It, he, there's no audio. There's he doesn't no, baby you with tricks that they no. use either. He just 
tells the story and hopes that you understand how things are connected. But when that movie started, wasn't it like a big shock? I usually we watch so many movies that they slowly bleed in. But that movie just that was, started. <laughs> yeah, it was in the streets. They were in the streets. He was yeah. trying to get out, and it just start the, boom. Actually, the kid right, was trying to right take right a to shit. The, he was trying to get to the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was number two? Number two was definitely um, <laughs> number two. Uh, three billboards. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. Me neither. I it, guess I didn't know I was supposed to. It's that good. It is. It's going to win awards. What did Vince think about it? Uh, he hasn't. Um, since we did the recording, he has seen it. And my critique of it is, uh, if you're so movie savvy, I mean, you've seen many movies. I've seen thousands of movies. Yeah. They all have this thing that you kind of watch and go, okay, this is how it's going to play out. This is how it's going to play out. This is how it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Not one step of that movie did what I thought it was going to do. Hmm. And that was such a so, refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can deal with Woody Harrelson all day long. That's great. And he was great in it. And the, she has friction with the police, and then she gets called out of the office. And you go, Sam okay. Rockwell in it, too? Yeah, he's going to get an Oscar. I mean, you think, you think so? so? Oh, yeah. Well, all right. I'll have to watch it's it. It's going to be either Tell him, him or too. Christopher Plummer. And Sam Rockwell was so hilarious, sad, and funny at the same time. He just played it very well. Right. I he, got a, a quick question for you. Since I mean, just since Woody Harrelson kind of popped up because we're talking about that movie. Well, he had great three. He had three great movies last year. So okay, I was about to ask: Did yeah. you think War for Planet of the Apes yeah. was as good as I I thought it was? I did, and the only reason I didn't have it on our munchins or top ten list was I didn't like the ending. It's the only thing that was a, actually I was you know what I didn't like really much that series, but ending. I watched that and I told Adam I'm like I actually really like that movie. I liked yeah. the ending. I, I thought it was you, perfect. What, the only thing where they the, escape into the trees and stuff. Well, the whole, the whole the whole take forever with the when Caesar and dies. it's like it's a coda that takes a little bit too longer. And I thought if he just kind of ended quickly, and that's my problem with Baby Driver. I love Baby Driver, but the ending was just two minutes, ten minutes too long. It didn't need to be that long. Yeah, like I you've didn't got see Caesar. It. I, uh, you, I guess you were alert. you were watching because of Kevin Spacey, though, right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> What's up with Kevin Spacey? I'm kind of yeah, he's a, yeah, he's doing all right. Um, John Berthal is in Baby buddy. Driver. John Berthal yeah, is in Wind Punisher. River. He's a Punisher. And um, the best thing about him in Baby Driver is he goes to the lead character and says, if you never see me again, I'm probably dead. And then in the whole movie, you never see him again. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like, Oops, see ya. He was actually in Sicario, too. Yeah, yeah. He gets oh, the shit did. kicked out of him by Benicio. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. yeah. What part is that? Well, she's at the bar, mm-hmm. and she starts, you know, she needs a little love. She gets drunk. He meets yeah. her, um, and yeah, then he's like, I think he gets paid. He was paid by the mafia or whatever, the cartel, to, like, take her out. Mm-hmm. But Benicio got, like, kind of wind of that or whatever and, like, came and kicked the crap out of him. Yeah, okay. You remember and that? he was a cop. He played a cop, and I think he was getting paid, though. Yeah, I mean, he was. I don't know if he was a cop, but I know he was getting paid to take her out. Yeah. So maybe he was pretending to be a cop. He's well, probably, he was probably going to carve a piece off he, of her and then take her out, <laughs> or just rough sex. I mean, I don't know. So yeah, um, I'll take that. Time if you want, to, I'll just. You know, this I'll, is a parental warning. If you want, I'll just give you my top ten. Do it. Just go right down there. I mean, we didn't want well, to. Do we want to? We want yeah. people to check out the ep- your episode, though. Yeah. Uh, we've, I mean, by now, we've had so much. I mean, a lot of people have right. already listened okay. to it. I mean, they've already. But uh, our top ten, uh, Vince and I, we 
join ours together. So it's it's a water. And then you guys like yeah. argued about it. Argued. Yeah, we argued and fight about it. But uh, t- uh, number ten is Get Out. I mean, that is uh, has to be on everybody's list. Get I Out would put great. that higher because yeah. that was one of my favorites of the year. Yeah, um, genius. Number nine is one that I don't think anybody knows about. It's called Professor Marston and His Wonder Women. And it was a movie that has yeah. Luke Evans. It's a in. porno, right? It no. sounds like it, doesn't it? <laughs> it's the story. It like of... Sorry, it's the story of the guy who created Wonder Woman in his oh, real okay. in his it, real life. His relationship was weird. Like his yeah. wife was that wasn't five. in theaters, was it? Yeah. What? That wasn't in theaters, was it? It was for about a week. Select theaters. Yeah. He had a polygamous um, relationship. Her name is Angie Robinson. She. She's uh, she wrote and directed this movie. It took her ten years to get it made. So it sounds like they made this movie right at the year Wonder Woman came out. But it, she's just it took so long to finance and get it made that it came out this time. And it really is a good movie. I really like Rebecca Hall. She plays a wife. But yeah, in real life, Professor Marston and his wife uh, brought in a student to live with them, and they all have a relate a poly relationship. And it yeah, kind of ruined their whole lives. They got fired from their professor. The 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 colleges and he had to turn to comic book writing to survive and turn glad it he into did. The, yeah. <laughs> um, number eight will be Wonder Woman. <laughs> that's in our, that's in our top ten. Um, number it is. seven Good. Uh, is the Disaster Artist. Okay, I didn't see it. I should. I that's a great movie. I loved it. Yeah. Didn't see it. Oh, uh, happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I you know, and I told Vince. I like, reference that movie all yeah. the time now. You know, and I told in. The reason why I put it on the list and the reason why I, I like it is because, you know, the, the movies that we were talking about after I said Disaster Artist are really good movies. Yeah. But nobody's going to go to a midnight showing of The Room, right. which is the worst movie ever. But everybody's going to go. The worst No, they do, ever. though. Yeah. They go, I mean, nobody's going to. droves. Nobody's going to go to a midnight screening of Dunkirk. It's coming back here in Minneapolis pretty <laughs> but soon. They're going to bring spoons and go see the movie The Room and chuck spoons at the theater. Yeah. Why? Why is it the spoons? He would never. He never give me. Never gives a direct answer. Why? He never gives a direct answer in his life. No. That, that's that's the most fascinating that guy. Like, where does the money come from? You know, it had to been some like World War II trust fund stuff or I something. Don't... You know no, what I'm saying? I know, I know. Yeah. Like, like and he's got to be from he's got to be from Poland or some Eastern Bloc place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's... He's like, where are you from? Oh, New Orleans. I'm from. Oh, no. Can I'm you get rid of <laughs> Is this the? I believe uh... you. That's a total Cajun accent, right that's there. That's the Christmas. Tommy. Tommy's just. You think re- so? Yeah. No. <laughs> I was joking. Okay, good. Because there's nothing that comes out of that guy's mouth that is true. Yeah. But okay. what 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 I did appreciate about the movie is the Franco brothers made them the the relationship and their and what they did endearing. Right. I mean, they didn't. It didn't sound like an insult when you watched. No, it was totally like you 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 see this guy Tommy. He's a fucking weirdo. But <laughs> and there and there was a little you know like when he yeah. when he wrote that movie and bought all that stuff. He did a lot of that for Greg, but it was a little. It was a little for himself, though, too. No, it's a little by, by It's a little bit of, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's like, well, I'm the main star on this movie, you know. But, your name's Tommy, but yeah. in the movie, you're going to be called Johnny. <laughs> Johnny. Thanks, Johnny. You're my number one customer. Oh, my God. But that's Fuck, that was number know. seven, The Disaster Artist, which was Ooh. done very well. Went from four to six. Um, number six was from Japan. Uh, if you're knowledgeable about movies, you, you've come o- across Oka? Tashiaki Maki. I think you know Tashiaki Maki. He did the movie The Audition. Uh, he did Itchy the Killer. Vis- I've seen Itchy the Killer. Visi the, Visitor Kyo. Very weird Itchy movie. the Killer is good. Yeah, yeah. very weird guy. Yeah, he yeah. Works, in fact, he's so weird that they put him, He he's in the movie <laughs> Hostel. 
Okay. Really? Yeah. And what does he do? Um, he comes out of the building, and the guys ask the guy, the, Tashi Apamaki, and he doesn't speak English. This He had to rehearse what he said, and he goes, what is it like in there? And he says... You'll you'll spend all your money, something like that, right? <laughs> and that was Tashi Akimaki in the movie Hostel because Eli Roth was such a fan of his horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Give him a camera. He's been making movies, I think, since 1988. This is his 100th movie he'd made, and it's called Blade of the Immortal. It is awesome. This, it is just action samurai. This is the yeah. movie that you what, This is the movie you said that is on your list. Probably a yeah, way better samurai. Six. Probably a way What's better samurai again? movie than the one you love. Blade of the Immortal. Okay, it's I, gotta, actually, I, want, I want to write that one down. I'm checking it out because I haven't seen it. It's based on an anime, and it's 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 action, but it's not you know it's not silly action. It's like almost like Kill Bill. He's going to take on a hundred people, and it's just going to be fantastic. Um, and the whole point of the story: this anonymous person gives him the power not to die, which is beneficial to him because he's not the greatest sword fighter. In fact, he's pretty terrible at it, but he can't die, so he gets all marked up and stabbed all the time, and just. And still is able to do able to do it, and the little everybody. girls like hires them to come avenge my father's death, and it's huh. it sounds like a simple story, but it's just it really should be called Blood of the Immortal. There is so much going on. <laughs> is it the old thing where the, or is it the thing where they slash with the blade and then blood shows up on the camera? Yeah, they do the homage to that, oh, and it, it's this. If you've seen enough of those movies, you would recognize that they they you bre- you, they'll appreciate. Remind me to write that down. Well, okay, somebody tuned yeah. out. <laughs> I'll have to take a little quick Stop. little note. Yeah, no, I'm doing this because we are watching. There's a few people watching, and so if you want to submit things on the Flummery sure. Facebook I'm, page, I got or it, YouTube, I got the chat up right now. Good, good. So, so and then don't be afraid. Matt Guile says guest backdrop is stellar. How do you? Yeah, see, I agree with you. I agree with you. Get it. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Um, number five okay. after it, it was one that was a big surprise, and I think you guys appreciate it. My wife would not appreciate it; she probably won't watch it. it was uh, and it's probably how much you can take of Vince Vaughn. If you really like Vince Vaughn, you like the movie. You don't like oh, Vince Vaughn. I know what you're gonna say. Brawling cell block like ninety nine. Yeah, it was just yeah. Was that good? Oh, every inch of that movie was. How awesome. do these movies not get more it's, notoriety? It's, it's, a, it's very much a B movie with some A actors in it. Yeah, but the man man should get an Oscar nomination for physically really assaulting a car. Yeah, I mean yeah. he really punched a window out. Yeah, he punched a window out. He took <laughs> like uh, I know I, maybe it's the headlight. Yeah, he bushed them. But yeah. I mean, the, the obviously the hood scene. He didn't. I right. guarantee he didn't. Rip I mean, that I mean, off, obviously but. it's movie plexiglass, but he did go. Punch a window. Yeah. I mean, he beat up a car. You yeah. I mean, and just every inch. He's like, why? He just bomb. He's just he's has this underwhelming anger. You know, it got it got some weird reviews. Like it was good and bad, and I was on the good side of it. Like I liked it a lot. Right. You know, you, there is things you can be like, oh my god, that's corny, or yeah, that's not whatever. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But I fucking loved it, man. I mean, his character was so fascinating because he's not an idiot, but he's just no, confi- he's smart, but he just yeah. he's trying to get ahead. Yeah, you know, and he just he never has that luck, and he even says that in the beginning. He's like, you know, <laughs> people are like this, and he's like, "There's one thing I know how to do, and I'm going to do it." And he yeah. goes back to do it, but yeah, one thing you, you, you'll never see this guy, this character is he'll never bitch. Like life would take a crap on him. He's like, "All right, I'll just punch my way up back up to the top again." Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was, I mean, it takes a while to get to the cell block. It takes a while to get to the brawl, 
but it's still fun to watch, yeah. man. This is awesome. I couldn't believe like there's this one scene, the first guy he fights, the the the, the Asian guy. Yeah. And then just the and I know, like, just along his face along the cement floor. It's just it's a memorable scene. Ooh. Oh yeah. I'll have to all right. You, you, you got to do some catching up here, Adam. Yeah. No, I mean, I just haven't seen a couple hey, of them. It, you know that movie, Answer the Question, where's Don Johnson? He's in the movie. <laughs> he was in another movie Tubbs, I watched. Tubbs isn't it, though, but Don Johnson is. <laughs> you should have Tubbs as a, like a warden or another guy. Yep. Or you know what movie I saw of his? From, oh, it's called Cold in July, and the actor, you know, he's a, he's a Broadway actor, and he right. was also Dexter, and he was in Six Feet Under. Uh, if anybody remembers his name, that'd be good. Um, but uh, it's called Cold in July, and I would give that movie a watch. But there's is that some the one with Bruce Willis? No, it's um, it's those two, and no. then oh, the other guy is fairly famous, but I, I can't remember his name, of course. But Cold in July on Netflix, it's got pretty good critical reviews, actually. I think yeah. who's I think I watched that. All right, go ahead. And then, of course, number three, because we already talked about my one and two, but number three was Thor, Ragnarok. I haven't, really? seen, I haven't seen that. That was the most fun I've had in a movie theater I refused in to watch ages. It. Really? It was so much fun to I watch. I it looked so stupid. It's, who cares? It is so much fun and is so it? hilarious. It doesn't stop. Okay. I mean, it's, the theme is depressing, but the tone is so up and it's so great. I mean, there's so many surprises. I mean, Sam Rockwell, not Sam Rockwell, what was the Sam from Jurassic Park in the... Uh, uh, Sam, oh, I'm making it. I can't get him. Uh, you're thinking of the main character in uh, Sam um, in Jurassic Park, yeah. But he makes Guardians it, of the Galaxy. No, no. Uh, from the Jurassic Park, the guy with the hat. I He's the yeah the. But he makes it. Uh, oh, uh, Sam. His name's Sam. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. It's funny because he was saying Sam. No, I know. I know, but not Rock. Yeah. He was saying Sam Rockwell. Not Sam. <laughs> Sam, though. Okay. He's an English actor. Yeah, he's and he's in it. Um, and then Matt Damon's in it. And it's just, it's Matt fun. Matt Damon. Yeah. Matt Damon's in Thor? Yes, he is. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. He hates it. <laughs> See ya. See? <laughs> hey, you got a rip in your armpit on your shirt, man. <laughs> No, 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 stay away, stay away. Go smell my turd. Are you kidding me? But the funny thing is, they're making fun of Matt Damon it's my in birthday. it. He doesn't have any credibility. They're making fun of Matt Damon in Matt it. Damon. We just talked about this the other week, Adam and I did, on how Interstellar is such an awesome movie. And then they unzip the bag, and fucking Matt Damon's there, and you're like, <laughs> Why does he have to be in everything? He's good. Like I said, if you watch the movie. It doesn't take away from him because they're making fun of him the whole time. Sam Neill. That's it. That's God. it. Sam Neill. Sam Neill. Did you just Google it or did you just... I had it? to look it up. I can't believe I'm men that... Oh, I forgot that. Dang it. How do you get yeah. the chat, Lance? So that was our top ten. Fourth wall. You would, it, I, I, Thor Ragnarok right was there. fun. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Would All be. right, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Again today? Yeah, it's going to go like that today. What the fuck, man? You you started this day off. Get up earlier. You started this day off. No, me. you did. You were asleep. <laughs> Ruining the podcast right now with your anger. <laughs> okay. It, it's all started because of Matt Damon. It's Matt Damon. It is know. Matt Damon. And I'm not going to see any of his movies. You know, I told Why? Vince, uh, Downsizing, The Wall, and uh, Suburban Forget you. No. Really? No. 
Why not? There, I've seen. I went to so many well, movie theaters. The I've wall seen so for many, sure don't bother. Yeah, Suburbicon is so bad. And then, was it bad? I'm not. I don't have to watch it to know it's terrible. <laughs> see, you can do that and too. But I get made fun of when I'm like, I'm not watching. I want to kind of see that just so I can. Downsizing, I think, is a really great idea. So I'll watch I like it. the idea, but they do that you Hollywood. Get a lot of your vibe, that Hollywood, uh, he saved the world, and it's environmental impact oh, and all okay. that crap. And, I get you. Yeah. They, there's a there's a an agenda, a component to it. That's, there's an agenda. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It, yeah. It's right. the movie saying, "Don't litter on the highway when you get off on the exit ramp, or yeah. run over tiny people." That's the and it's a two hour long yeah thing like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Is there a crying Indian at the end? Native American? Maybe. Maybe. It's Native oh. American. <laughs> right. At least you haven't said are you gonna go to, yet Are you tonight? really going to go to bed tonight, or are you just going to stay up? <laughs> what do you mean? You, you, there's no way you can go to bed. Why? Because I have to watch something? The, the game, yeah. There's no way you can go to bed. Oh, I'll probably be able to pass out drunk. <laughs> <laughs> How's that sound, guys? <laughs> I think if they go to the Super Bowl, do you think they're going to close schools the next day? No. <laughs> Only <laughs> on Sunday they'll be closed, yeah. You don't think they're going <laughs> to shut down schools? They'll shut down the whole state the day after No, Super I don't Bowl. think anybody will be surprised when people don't show up for school, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> Lance, where's the chat on here? <laughs> You're missing it. I was say that was number two or three? Thor was four. Four. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait, I have to ask you a question. I might get an answer. The Thor Ragnarok, is it all... And I like the cartoony aspect of it because, of course, I mean, it makes sense that it's right. going to be like that. Yeah, literally, that whole literally? aspect. Yeah, literally. Literally. Um, but is yeah. it the entire time, is it just completely... CGI? Slapstick fun? No. Okay. No, it's not. No. There's some seriousness to it. There is? Yeah. Okay. And it's got an ending that I didn't see coming. I mean, I, I thought... What happens? Were, well, you think he's... I'm just kidding. Yeah. You, you, you see all these Marvel movies, and you think that's going to happen, and you're like, oh, okay. It didn't do it the way I thought it was, which well, is nice and refreshing that they thought about that. I haven't seen the movie, so this isn't a spoiler, and I don't know. I'm just like, for me, when you say something like that, I think, well, I think they kill Thor in the... In the comics, or at least they send him to a different galaxy. Well, we know he's not going to die because he's in the Infinity War coming right, up. Right, of course, but <laughs> yeah, they, that's something that they could... Right. Well, I know that, and I think this premise kind of comes from where they have to... They Don't they send um, the Hulk to like a different dimension because he's so destructive? Something like that. Isn't that... That's right. in the comic books, right? Right. Well, where, he's a self-imposed exile. Okay, and he ends up somehow being able to go to a different dimension, doesn't he? A different planet called Sakaar, which is in the movie Thor. Okay, so that's where he's at. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's kind of what I figured what was going on, but I. So yeah. I like that there's that lore involved in there, but I don't know if I'll like it. I don't know. I'll I'll watch it though. I'm, I believe in. We've agreed on just about everything you've said, so I'm just gonna go ahead and watch it. <laughs> right. You know, it's something that was missing on my honorable mentions is the movie Logan. And War for the Planet of the Apes. War. I'll tell you one thing about yeah, War for the Planet you, of the you Apes. You brought War of the Planet of the Apes, and I, like yeah. I said, I, lo- I like that movie. The beginning yeah. of that movie is so perfect by the way that because you've got to prep the audience because they have to realize that this movie is showing you by the end of this movie. You did see it. 
Yeah. War? Okay. Yeah. You War had to Planet watch it recently then. I watched it a couple weeks ago. Okay. And I, the first several minutes are so like uh, emotional to me because yeah. and the, I think they did such a good job because what they're doing in that movie is they're transitioning the earth to the apes. So humans like probably wouldn't like that. You know what I mean? Like you're not as a person going to be rooting for the apes normally, but they humanize them so well. Oh my God. And Andy Serkis is, yeah. He's he's awesome. I do Just like the whole so riff. fucking good. I do like the uh, idea. He did a way better job in that than he did a Snoke. Oh my god. Oh I, yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, because there was no character development. That's There's right. no depth to him. He's just <laughs> stiff. Did you notice yeah. that the last Jedi hasn't been back. on his list yet? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> did you not like it? I liked it. I'm not good. I'm not I in love it. with it. You're already mm-hmm. two bars down on your light battery. Yeah, I it's did the like battery or the either the battery or the. I'll order another set of batteries. That'll be the cheapest route. Don't worry about it. Anyways, go ahead. Go on. So, well, I did like how it's not clean cut on either side with War for the Planet of the Apes. I like it that how some guys are, you know, There's some apes. some apes are pulling for the good guy, the humans, and some humans are pulling for the apes. It was kind of a mess how mm-hmm. war really is. Mm-hmm. Or how they treat apes. They spray paint them, they graffiti them, they beat the crap And that's out totally of them. what would happen, too. Uh, yeah. It's what did they sh- happened in history. What did they brand into that one ape? It was like a brand or it's a shave. The Alpha yeah. and Omega. Yeah, something, the Omega, which is a, if the whole uh, continuous series of Planet of the Apes, it's a symbol that's used constantly. Yeah, they're like the end of. They're like the, the humans are still acting like More they're the Alpha. Human. <laughs> and, yeah. I thought it was a great movie. Okay. <laughs> Moving it was fantastic. On. And oh, what was the other honorable mention though? Um, Logan. Logan. Great movie. So heartfelt. That movie so heartfelt. made me go well, watch did. Shane, which I had never seen. <laughs> it which did. is it, my we, favorite movie I've seen this year. We actually <laughs> cut it. We cut those two movies out. I know. Those are two I mean that's what how many good movies that's they are and we just cut them out. But yeah, that those I, I did like Logan. I was it was, it was it was really good development to the characters and in there. And she's X23. I yes. Know. Yeah. Um, she's basically she's so Logan's compelling. sperm. Her character is so not compelling. sperm, but like DNA. DNA yeah. Yeah. She's cl- she's a she's a clone. She's the twenty third yeah, clone they made. Murder, yeah. So and then last year, I would say it was probably the best year in a long time for horror movies. I mean, there was a bunch of awesome horror movies. Did you see uh, Houses October built? No, I haven't seen that one. I thought that was a great found footage movie, and I uh, I had to give a shout out. I don't know if Lars will watch this, but. Um, um, my friend Lars pointed out that he was watching like 31 movies in October, and I'm not gonna lie, half of them I couldn't stomach because I, I can't watch that many bad movies. But right. and some horror movies are just bad; they're not awesome bad or funny bad or bloody bad. They're just bad. They're, yeah. But this one was a kind of a found footage type deal where they go around to, they've got like a like a couple weeks and they rent an RV and it's this group of friends, and I thought that the the impromptu, you know, the the conversation was better and less like uptight than Cloverfield was. Okay, so like the okay. interactions were more realistic, even though it was a horror movie versus a sci-fi or whatever. I thought uh, that the the scares were good, but they didn't. There's not a whole lot of whoa in the movie. There's just a lot yeah. of holy shit. That would be so fucking creepy if you were there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so they go. The premise is they go around. To they rent an RV and they try and find the most scary haunted houses. And so oh, they start, okay. And so they travel parts of the country and then the 
by the end of it, they've started to hear about this one house that's like the one where, oh, people have died and all of a sudden. And, and then they eventually, of course, you know, it's, it's not a spoiler to say they eventually find the people involved in this, like, kind of black market horror house, you know, house yeah. of horrors. Yeah. And it's very, it's pretty good. It's a really good premise. And then they made a second one that's total garbage. <laughs> the five that I liked last year, yeah. the five horror movies, was Annabelle Creation. It Comes at Night, Super Dark Times. It Comes at Night was fantastic. The Void, and I'm missing one. Did I see The Void? I think I saw The Void. The Void is on Netflix. Is that a remake? The Void is on Netflix. No, it's an homage to all the movies that you and I grew up on. A bunch of guys are in their 20s making a movie that's, you know, if you've seen enough of the thing on Hellraiser and all that stuff. I can't remember if I saw And it's old-fashioned technology. It's not... Mm -hmm. They really make these props and stuff. Cool. And I really appreciate it. You know, they made the effort. I mean, it's a public-funded movie from Canada, The, the Void. They oh, budget, yeah, 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 yeah. They're budget. in the hospital and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The, and it's a, the, big, the triangle. Yeah, The people, Void. I yeah. loved it. Was, you know, it's not a great movie, but it's an homage to all the movies that I... Yeah. It's got a very 80s vibe to it. It got a 50-50 yeah. critical review. Yeah. I know that. But I know there were some really good things said about it. I didn't see that. And I, I actually started to watch that, and I had to stop it and um, do something else but that is one of the ones I had planned on seeing and then you can put Bye Bye Man on there that's <laughs> <laughs> another one of yours Lance it is such a bad movie it's the room it's so bad it's like the room horror movie it is so much fun to the watch Bye Bye Man Bi- the Bye Bye Man it I'm is it right so bad to watch do that. you can probably find it on 15 YouTube channels and nobody's stopping that it. was that's- the best line <laughs> Like three friends. That's how you know it's bad. They're not like. That's how they're gonna get their notoriety is on YouTube. They're not selling them. I it it's so. Oh, everything is a misstep to this movie, and it was so fun to watch that you just it, one user review so very very terrible. It's actually hilarious. And you gave it an eight out of ten. I agree. It is so. It's so bad. And Carrie Ann Moss is in it. All of a sudden, she appears, and you're like, what? You were in The Matrix, and she's in this bad movie. It is so bad. And it came out... She wasn't really that good in The Matrix. Well, no, but... (laughs) As an actress. I mean, you expect... I mean, it's so bad. I gotta watch that now, too. And the funny thing is... It's that sword one, the one you told me to watch, and then the (laughs) bye-bye. I'm just... You just text me that list. (laughs) There's four on there I haven't seen. In the first five minutes... And you, you know what? You know how you know it's a bad movie, is they move into the house, and of course, it's a big house party. Yeah. And they're gonna have they get they play drunken baseball. Anytime they get drunk and play sports, you know that filler. Yeah, it's kind of like when they play when they play sports on the room and they're throwing the football in the yes. alley and they're fucking and they're tuxedos and you're like, what is the fucking point of this? That's when I you know my wife and I we watch Twilight. We watch Twilight. I was like, okay, we bottle bottle something. We're gonna, oh, we'll do it. As soon as they started playing baseball, I stopped. We're not doing. And as soon as you start playing sports, I know it's filler, and you have nothing else to write about. And I'm taking it out. Is it filler? Is it one of those where they have to show everybody? Oh, <laughs> like you kind of yeah. Get you don't have to write any time. lines. You just it's filler. It's mm-hmm. just it's just cream in the. Well, what about yeah. Top Gun when they're playing volleyball and they got playing playing with the boys and they're like and it's yeah. just all just greased up bodies. It's like, and it's just like, like 80s music video. Yeah. Hey, did you? Okay, so I just watched The Snowman. Oh my god, is that horrible? It wasn't. It, it got was, like 17. I already I knew splats. who the killer was halfway through the movie. Sure. 
Um, and Val Kilmer's lines were dubbed over because he had throat cancer or tongue cancer. So you mm-hmm. watch it and you're like, that's not his fucking voice. And you can just tell it's like, so it must, it must be like when you watch The Simpsons in Germany and it's not. Stop slapping and stuff. <laughs> it must be like watching The Simpsons in Germany when they have German voiceovers and it doesn't yeah. sound like Homer at all. And you're like, what? what? I Why do they think this voice is funny? They, well, Val Kilmer's. I like. I didn't realize he was in it until I started watching it. Said Val Kilmer, and then his lines yeah. were like nothing. There was barely a him in there, and when he did talk, it was like, <laughs> "Where's that voice coming from?" I am Val Kilmer. Hello, I am. Yeah, Val he Kilmer. doesn't look good at all. Why? Why did he? A lot not, of partying. Why didn't? Did he just not make enough friends to not get nominated for playing Jim Morrison? Because he should have been. That was a great movie. Yeah, he should have been nominated. He didn't get nothing for that. He should have been nominated for playing Jim Morrison. It was so convincing. He did pretty fucking good. I, yeah. I just think he didn't make a lot of good friends, and they kind of like, yeah. I think he just, you know, he maybe rubs people the wrong way in real life. Does he? I think so. Is he a dick? Has I, anyone heard that? I just, maybe he just doesn't, I don't know. I think he just it plays his own horn, you know? He just goes yeah. to his own tune. Yeah. That's all it is. He's not he doesn't he's not sucking I don't think he sucks up like yeah. Hollywood like ninety percent ninety two percent of Hollywood is people sucking up to each other. Right. He's not gonna go on the late night show yeah, and kiss his butts true. and stuff like that. He's not doing What's that. What's that? I said, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, they're all fucking like, eh, I'll stroke your dick if you stroke mine. And they're like, I, there, you go, there you go. That's what we're looking for. Well, that's why you go to the I mean, word, that's why they go to the award ceremonies to network and get see, hey, all the golden gloves and all that stuff. They're just ass. stroking yeah. each other's fucking yeah. Egos. That's all it is. I know. I know. Because if it was if it was authentic, Gary Oldman should have been and have an award. By and now. I'm tired of this Meryl Streep chick. You're really on. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. She's yeah. not as good as an actress as everybody says she is. No. She. Everybody's like, oh, Meryl Streep. Well, she's finally yeah. getting kind of her comeuppance because she's like a Matt Damon. Well, because I think, I think she they're like her calling her a hypocrite yeah. because she was the Weinstein lady. So it was Oprah. Oprah was all buddies, buddies with him too. Well, yeah. but I don't think Oprah was as involved in the. Right. You know, I doubt she knew no. as much as, um, you know, Meryl Streep knew. Yeah, I'm sure she probably I'm sure watched a few. Saw some Harvey bad Weinstein shit happening. porno videos that he made, or yeah. well, at least saw him do something completely untoward to somebody. Yeah. and was just like, wow, ah, whatever. All I say is just shut up. Quit making. I'm making money. It's fine. Shut up. Right. I want to see it. I am going to watch because they dug themselves a hole so big that there's just no way that the the, the Academy Awards, because they kicked out Harvey immediately. Well, what about the rest of these people that have – you've dug yourselves a hole that yeah. there's no way you can get out of now. And I can't wait to see what the – how are you going to save face this type? Well, I think you get – you're kicking people out and then that vacuum is just going to suck some more people in. <laughs> So I don't I'm, think it's I'm, an issue. I'm, I'm curious to where this Corey Feldman thing is going to go. Yes. It's still kind of like on this little edge. I and completely it's not... believe him, by the way. I do, too. I mean, right. there's, it's just the weird I... fucking shit that happens in California. Yeah. Right. And everybody knows that. All you have to do is put a little crack in the do- wall, and it's just going to. The water's just going to come and just, That's why I'm going to watch the awards this year. There's going to be some. <laughs> and how great was it that, um, who writes the, fa- who's the family guy, uh, Seth. Seth McFarland. McFarland. Thank you. Thank you. Did you did and, you notice he was in Logan Lucky? Uh was he? He was a race car driver. For real? That's Seth McFarland. It yeah, you know it what? Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't I even because I know mm-hmm. exactly No. <laughs> I must have noticed that when I watched it, but I, that movie was really good. It's a good movie. Yeah, it was an honorable mention. Was, yeah. That was very for your top ten? 
And it was an arm I mentioned. Yeah, it was Adam Driver's best movie of 2017. That's awesome. I love when they do the bank robbery. They call him the Ocean 7 Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I love his fake arm in there, too. So good. (laughs) Fake hand or whatever it is. (laughs) And he's such a kind of an adult, you know? He's just like... Um, was, okay, okay. So we get back on track on your top ten. Where were we on number three or two here? Oh, we we're done with it. We did all of okay. them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're done. I don't want to do the honorable mentions, but there was one movie last year that's hard to watch We're doing it. As the beginning. Doing. <laughs> if you've seen, it's called The Killing of the Sacred Deer. And I gave a warning. I, that's to on my list. I'm going to watch that. Killing of the sure. Sacred Deer. That's what it's called. Colin Farrell and Nicole Kidman. It's oh, I've seen previews for it's, that. It's it's acquired taste. It's very metaphorical. It's very yeah. staged. It's almost like a Stanley Kubrick film. The first five minutes of the movie is close up of open heart surgery. If you can tolerate it, <laughs> I don't have a stomach for that shit. Uh, and I, think, I could do. I could and do. you can have it on your big screen at home <laughs> of just. <laughs> Sternum is out, uh, heart's going, and of a real open heart surgery, or is it all? Uh, it's very hard to tell if it's real. If it's real. Yeah, it looks authentic. It's really. I mean, there was open wow. heart surgery in Flatliners, the movie Flatliners. For some reason, you know, like the also, new one or the old one. The new one. There was open. There was like okay. a little snippet of open heart surgery. What but, did you think of the remake? Oh, Pretty it's bad. Flat. Right? It was yeah. perfect. It was a nice title. It fit. <laughs> flat. It was liners. completely flat. <laughs> It had no life to it at all. Just, have you ever watched an entire movie fact, like this? In fact, oh. Keith or Sutherland is in the movie, the new Flatliners, and he has nothing to do with the story. They just put him like a cameo in there. And he's sitting there like he's flat. Just uh. Why am I doing this? Exactly. Just give me a chance. Is it like Tyler Durden in Fight Club where they just show flashes of fucking Tyler Durden before he's Tyler Durden? That would be more interesting. They should have, that. Yeah, they should have done it. Yeah. But even the original Flatliner wasn't a good enough to do a remake. I, no, no, it's not. Why? It's stupid movie. I mean that. You know, I, in movies it's, like that, like I remember watching that when I was younger because I came yeah. out in late '80s, I believe. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I just it never really set in my head as a movie to, that I need to own or watch again. No, I saw it one yeah. time. Yeah. And it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was remake. so bad that it was in syndication on like the three channels we had out in, at the house. You know, out in the country. So, like, probably a year and a half after it came out, that's how bad it was. Like, it didn't, I don't think it made a whole hell of a lot of money. I might be wrong, but it was, yeah, it wasn't that good. Did you see the uh, the, the new one that just came out on Netflix called Before I Wake? No. It's pretty no. good. I like it. Okay. It's supposed to be, they, they call it a horror, but it's more like a fantasy. All right. You know? I watched the first 10 minutes of the new show, of the Netflix show Dark. Yeah, I try to watch it, and I just can't get over the German to... Yeah, but then they're speaking English, too, in it. I'm like, what's going on here? I thought it was kind of like... At least it was neat that it made me go, wait, is this a German movie? Well, I know I, a lot of my... they speak uh, English the whole time. A lot of my horror movie podcasts what I saw. and stuff, they, they put on their top ten Creep 2, and I still... I don't get that on Netflix, that Creep and Creep 2. I don't... They like it. I, I, try, I was going to watch it, but I just didn't. didn't. I don't. I don't know what they. I, I. I question myself. I like. Do I have weird tastes? Why does everybody like this movie? And I don't. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't. The creep is just. So they made a second one just, because the first one was. It was kind of like a cult classic to some people. Yeah, and they made this part That's two, the and thing. it's on people's list. Um, the one I did like is Super Dark Times. 
and that's hard to find. That might be on Hulu. And that's a it, it, there's no monsters in it, and it's shot really well. It, I think it will be one of those cult classics because it's just went under the radar, and I didn't know about it until horror it, podcast. Started. Is that the one where the kids kill each other with a sword? Yeah. That yeah, one. that was yep. really good in the beginning. I did. It's, oh, it I think the, I saw. I, I rented it on uh, Xbox. And the tone starts right away. I mean, all of a sudden this deer breaks into a school and is still alive, and it's just kind of a metaphor of what it's going to take place, a trail of blood, and send the school, and then how the police are going to mm-hmm. handle it, and they beat the crap out of it to his dead, and it's like, all right, I know how this movie's going to go. Yep. <laughs> was the deer black? <laughs> wow. But that's the point in... Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Well, I mean, they, I mean, they're cops. <laughs> well, that's a that was a kind of a subplot in. Is that uh, too much? Wow, that's maybe yeah. for not. That's like maybe uh, Tom Segura could pull that off, but I can't. No, that's not a yeah, good joke. He's so. he's, <laughs> he's pretty close with the black people, so. <laughs> You're gonna have to write a letter. Maybe. I don't think I will write I, a letter. I, maybe I'll get fired. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> but that was uh, that part's gonna just go. That was a subplot in Three Billboards that the cops uh, in the town of Ebbing have a reputation, and it's constantly used against them. Mm, so you have to watch that movie. It still. is a yeah. metaphor. Just Adam still has to watch Legend with me. You. We should. And uh, this is one of. This is a. This is a million dollar idea, and I'm giving it out for free. Okay. Um, write this down. I'm gonna make a T-shirt and I say I will only judge you by which Tim Curry movie you like. <laughs> you know he's in a wheelchair now. No, why? You don't know that? No. He had a stro- massive stroke. Oh, really? I have a question for you guys. Yeah. He's he he can only like non career related, pretty much. So it was, okay. he's like he's like. Then they talk about the government, and he's like, yeah, like fucking um, Legends of the Fall. Oh, I love that movie. But it'd be good analogy because he's done so many different. Characters, spectrums, yeah. From I mean, Rocky Horror Picture, you know, people are gonna say Rocky Horror Picture, but like him playing Darkness and Legend was amazing. Yeah. yeah, that was part of one of my favorite parts of the movie. Did he? Did he get like a headache <laughs> from wearing that stuff? Yeah, yeah. I mean, isn't that a such? Had... A, that's that's probably one yeah, of the most goodness. amazing devil like characters right. and how they portrayed and what he looks like. It's so impressive. The makeup was great. I, mean, makeup I have was amazing. seen you know yeah. part of that scene, part of the. The scene with him, so yeah, it, it is a very good. He's like wine fills up with like creepy, blood. freaky guy in that. Uh, okay. He is. I mean, they they did a, a fantabulous job. On What's the Tim Curry movie that you shouldn't like? I do like Clue, and I shouldn't like it. I haven't watched it. <laughs> There's a lot of boob shots in that. I have a question. Yeah. Um, I had a question, and I want to not say it because I can't remember what it was. It was about a movie very with a very disturbing part in it, and now I can't remember what it was. So fuck it. I'll give you the most disturbing movie. Is irreversible. It's from France. And irreversible. It's called irreversible. It's very hard to digest, and it goes in. Re- it's like Memento. It starts at the end and goes backwards. backwards. And it's about a guy whose wife gets raped and murdered, and she's Monica Bellucci, and it's shot very Ooh, disturbing. Oh, she's. Yeah, I know yeah. she is. She's an Italian actor. It's, it's yeah, Monica Bellucci, and it's shot very disturbing. She's got the blonde yeah. hair though. Kind of blondish. She died it. She dies it. Yeah, um, but it's irreversible. Is one of the ones I've. I know. Watch a lot of. I've watched his faces of death, man. And irreversible still was hard to, yeah, watch. So, you mentioned it comes at night earlier. Yes, yes. That's. I remembered my question. So, I did not expect how 
the last portion of that movie would affect me. I did not expect that that would happen. Yeah. I mean, I kind of saw it happening, but then they became friends. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, it's it became, it started to get a little boring. And then, boom, they just hit you. They're they worried that one of them's got the Right. It, go, it starts this way, and then second, and then, then the end is. Holy yeah. sh- The ending is just with the howling and the screaming and the yeah. crying. Oh. You guys are on one side of the fence on that movie, and I didn't. I'm, I'm on the other one. You didn't like it, no. It was kind of was it disturb- Was I'm it still disturbing? Waiting, I'm still waiting to see what comes at night. So that's just me. <laughs> Did you really not know what? The- <laughs> okay, I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, it's fine. That's just my it. opinion. I don't give me I don't, something, right? Give I mean, me some. Well, what? I know you guys liked it. That's fine. It's just that's how yeah. I felt about it. I just you guys liked. I'm it not offended. You I liked it. I didn't. Who cares? Move yeah, on. I'm right. offended. I know what Adam is. <laughs> did you? No, but did you not? Okay, well, I'll ask you this. You didn't like it. That's fine. I get it. Everybody has their own taste. Some people know how to watch a movie, and some people don't. But do you want? <laughs> do you think that at least? The, I'm kidding. I know. Do you yeah. think that at least the ending was very fucking disturbing? I thought it was. Yeah. I mean, I liked yeah. that. I, like, mean, I, I mean, I. I didn't like that that happened, right. but I liked that. that yeah. I mean, that was the only real action in that fucking movie. Right. True. I mean, everything else is just like, where, who are you with? And and they try to make it suspenseful. But that well, they kinda, have to that, set up how the, they that could That kind of drags there. on, and you're like, all right, if I they it. Had, yeah, I, I did it. say that. Yes. If yeah, they had true. something of... That's true. Uh, if they shot something of creatures, and you didn't really see them doing something to the dog... Like you see how what they are, you know, instead of just showing the dog coming back, that would have meant something. Then you got something to gravitate to, like that's what they look like, or something like that, or well, that's what they do. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. kind of what I was. Yeah, instead of just being, you know, even if something like that flashed its eyes or something did this, or it doesn't have to be. But give me, I mean, no, there's no monster. Well, John Carpenter said it. Show me something. Yeah. Don't just oh, it's in the woods and stuff. Well, you show hear me something. The screams or the yells oh, the screams or whatever. Are like, show me something. No, it know? is. It is. The paranoia. Right. Yeah. It's a disease that, again, there's not like, I took, yeah. what I took away I was that just, it's the disease, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not like but still zombies some, and And stuff. I agree with Lance, and I still like the movie, but show me something. Give me something to like, that's that's what it is, or just they did. give like, me screaming off at a distance and not ever show me anything. Are they sick, or is it just them, it's not being sick, it's just them closing themselves off and not No, because the deal. rest of the world, they got it's like a, an epidemic movie. Yeah. It's not a zombie movie, it's like an epidemic movie. There was another, oh, what was So that? they have to yeah. Yeah. seclude themselves, and then they don't want people to come in There's because another they might bring movie like this? in the contagion. Which it's like the Irish, the guy's like by himself, and these really? two women. Okay. Come, okay. The survivalist or something like that. It sounds familiar. I, I, it's kind of like a post a, post-war kind of another movie that was yeah. better than It Comes at Night, in my opinion. But okay, I have to look. The survivalist. It it's something like that. That's yeah, in it? yeah. Do you know right. anyone that's no? In it? It's nobody you know. Yeah. It's just a okay. really good, simple. Like it, there is no budget to that fucking movie other than building a shed where they were at and doing whatever they did, and they did it right. I do. I love those. I mean, I love it, those. it brought yeah. it brought acting back to its core, and I'll, I'll figure out the name of the movie. But so it's you, funny you say that, and then you didn't like the like you, the acting didn't kind of compel you in It Comes at Night. I just I had a totally a different idea how that movie was going to turn out, and I was I felt let down. Oh, okay, all right. 
right, like so you I had, expe- it, I had you know, expectations of. How I thought that- it was clear from the beginning that they were afraid that they were going to get infected by this, you know, bug or contagion or whatever, because they yeah, showed I mean, the grandpa dying. And they had to kill him because and he was put him in the great contagious. This is, yeah. Well, you can put you it. Know on, what I mean, you can put it on the flummery. One out of two like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> two out of one. Half. Two out of three. <laughs> you guys both liked it, right? You said it sure, was yeah. it was on yeah. your top five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So two out of three liked it. There. That's average. A little bit of. I think it's on. 66. I think that's the average on Rotten Tomatoes. So what the hell? What are we yeah. arguing for? Is it? Is it? What is well, it? Well, no, we're just. It is a podcast. What is it sitting at? Like sixty-seven percent? Sure, I think so. Yeah. So what the hell? Is that really average? I don't. On the Rotten Tomatoes. I would imagine. I'd also, be interested um, to see if they if most movies get rated higher than fifty percent. I am. I am. I did submit my uh, form. I did submit an official um, request to the IMAX company to re-release The Dark Knight for 10th year anniversary. And I did get a respond back from said... You really did? Yes, I did an official... Bull I think it would be... shit. No, I really did. I sent a letter... I sent an email. And they responded back, go, you won't be surprised you're not the only one. So I think if everybody <laughs> sends them a request, we might get a 10-year anniversary uh, release of The Dark Just Knight Just a great, IMAX. great rebirth of that whole franchise. Mm-hmm. Just fucking awesome. I like it. What year did that come out? Ten years ago. Ninety eight. Two thousand. Two thousand and eight. Two thousand eight, yeah. Yep. It's ten years. <laughs> you want to do the math again? <laughs> and scrum. Oh right. man. This is good. I we could do I mean So if you want to send like an official flummery email to request it. Make an official, oh, and then you can yeah. you can put it up there. Like where this is the email to send it to. <laughs> Continue, you, you, I know where he's going. He wants us. We'll no, be, I don't. I, I, just, I just want. No, no, we don't need to talk about it because. So but, uh, you just. I just amazed the that studio. they responded back to me. That's the thing. I give you props for that, buddy. That's awesome. <laughs> just amazing. You're not the only one. I don't think I am. I think. Oh, that, I'm yeah. sure. I mean, there's lots of us out there. You know, people who want to. Right. See the good shit. Yes. So, uh, book. Yeah. You wanted an update. Yes. Okay. Because remember, last year you were going to do a page a day, and it would be done by now. And it. it <laughs> you said it was, that was a goal. Page a day, and it would take a year. Right is that what you yeah. said? Page it's a day probably a take year. up a year. Yeah. yeah. And we're probably about halfway. Probably to the point where I'm just going to have to stop halfway and publish it, and then do the rest and continue because i can't do it continue all at once story. yeah oh so you can do it as a two-parter okay. yeah i'm gonna have to do it that way right is it that what you're gonna do yeah 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 it'd be a series like any other graphic novel so probably have to per- probably per- oh, remind remind the folks what you're doing here okay um i'm working on my own graphic novel the old school way so uh drawing it out and then scan you know well i'm scanning it but i'm doing the old school way of drawing it out and doing the words on it. You're just doing ink, though, right? I'm penciling in ink, old old-fashioned way. And um, I'm doing a book that a story that takes place in 1968. I wanted the authentic look of a comic in in, in the tw- in the Twin Cities. Yes, in Saint Paul. In so Saint it's, Paul. A, it's a murder. It's like a film noir murder investigation in 1968. So it's it's a comic book, but doesn't have any mysticism in it, no superhero stuff like that. Um, it's a very crime gritty, you know, noir of cops investigating a burger and. The whole tangled spider, you know, the web and uncovering mysteries and clues and stuff like that. Okay. And what's taken so long, obviously I can draw, what's taken so long is I've, I'm referencing real people. 
So a lot of my friends... You're, you're doing research at the same time. And doing research at the right time because I'm putting real events. And I'm drawing people that do exist. So that takes a while of having their likeness and stuff like that in the, in the book. And so that's what's taken probably the longest because, oh, here comes my friend. All right, I have a bunch of photographs of him and I sit and draw him. Well, that doesn't look like him. That doesn't look like him. So I'm on, I'm on chapter three. Um, I'm going to probably cut it, stop it at four and publish the first part of the book. It's a good idea. Yeah, just to get it in there and stop talking And you're going to do your own... Uh, your yeah. own um... Self-publishing? Yep. Yeah, and I want, I'm looking for a publisher that will do it in newsprint, like the old comic books. Oh, you my God, You get that kind cool. of texture. Yeah, yeah. That'd yeah. be really cool. And that's and I found a couple of uh, online publishers that are willing to do that because they still the they don't have the materials. Some people don't. They still do the this gloss. That's just cheaper. That's where you could find so it. So then you would have to go around with yourself with the copies and bring them to different stores to see if they would put them on. The well, shelves. you go. You do the whole comic book circuit thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, the whole the, the whole thing, promotional trail. I, oh, if you're gonna yeah. do something one way, go the whole way. So you, how do, you want it to be old school and you want it to look the part. Of your story, yeah. I wanted the newsprint feel. I yeah. wanted the whole smells like the old comic books Is of the sixties and seventies. So the, and that will yeah. help bring in the whole idea, like the whole yeah. ambiance. Of you're gonna need word. somebody to. You're gonna need to design some cool, like uh, when yeah. you go to your little your little booth thing, and you have these cool little stand up stuff. You know? Right, you have to do that. Right. Yep, and you go to the comic book conventions. Um, I'm not at the point. I'm probably eventually gonna at the point where I'm gonna look for somebody who's a graphic designer for covers. Because you can be a good artist, like draw it out, but some people can't do covers very well. Right. And I can't yeah. do covers very well. Uh, Actually, we just did our new logo, and I, my, my wife and I worked together to get our new logo for the podcast. And it's very simple, right? It's very simple, but I don't have that brain to do a simple logo design for a book. So uh, hopefully, after, once they get the pages done, I can find somebody that would. Bring so you want a logo, logo, or is it is it the de- like a, design of your wording? Because I'm I'm happy with what we have there. I yeah. love that. I just want like a, a normal book cover that's not going to take away from the story. It's just going to entice it. That's yeah, a yeah. that's a that's a hard trick to do when you do book covers. Yeah, to get the whole idea on the front. But you're rebranding. You're rebranding your your. Your podcast too, you said, right? Yeah, we have a new logo, we have a new intro, and number of that stuff. So that's what we did on break and a whole new design and stuff. Like and that. I'll be able to hear that tomorrow. Hear it? Yeah, um, we will have a new interview. Uh, so after I'm done recording, I have an interview scheduled up with. Uh, we should probably give them a shout out too. Uh, right? Yeah. For well, the few she's people that see this. She's a little skittish. Um, her name's Morgan. She's on the new Franken Pod podcast. So she's talking about gothic stuff and literature. And I talk about, hey, I was going to do Frankenstein. Would you like to come on? And she's like, yeah, well, I've never done this before. I was like, who cares? Just yeah, come on in. And then she's yeah. never done a podcast. Um, yeah, this is the first. We're time. still learning how to do a podcast. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like I told you, <laughs> people still yeah. get nervous too when I talk to them about being on the show, and it's it's funny how they get nervous because it is just a conversation. Well, like I told you guys, take your first fifty episodes and flush them down the toilet because your first fifty is all yeah, it's garbage. You know. Well, you know? you're forty five here. <laughs> yeah, so you're gonna be in the trash. Take, the first, <laughs> <laughs> take your first forty episodes, right. flush them down the toilet. Yeah. I mean, we, I definitely. If I listen to uh, the first podcast that I did, it's, it's with hard. Scuba Steve. The second one was with him. They weren't together. Like half the, or a quarter of the first podcast, I'm sitting under a desk messing with wires, and Steve's fucking like talking, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, just keep going there, buddy. That was funny. I was yeah. like, why is this on the interwebs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I, I always help 
new ones because it's it's hard. It's hard to get started, and then and, and then you start questioning yourself because it's hard to get viewerships. It's hard to get your bearings, and once you get your bearings, it gets a little bit easier. But you know, mm-hmm. it's hard. To, I mean, one of the, the one of the most successful ones is it just happened last year. Was called the Wine and Crime Podcast. Those three girls, Wine and Crime, they're from Minneapolis. They started last year. They're up to yeah, a million to downloads. We're, we suck so bad. They're up to a million downloads, and they just know how to market themselves. They talk about true crime, and they pick up a bottle of wine. Now they got advertisement. Now wines want them to drink it and talk about it on their podcast. Oh. Now they got interviews from people on ID Channel talk about true crime. You know, they got noticed. Have on you met them? Yeah, That's I had awesome. them on before, and they're um, Amanda. She lives in Minneapolis, and we're scheduling to come back in uh, summer. So, okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean they they did it smart. Their first podcast before they even did it, they build it up there where they could have a live show at a brewery. That's and their first podcast. That was their first. How podcast. did they set it up and just they know. just promoted? They talked about it. They promoted. They got on Twitter and talked about that we're going to do. A, come on, you get all this stuff for free and. Um, and oh they wow! Did, they it, must have like friends in the industry or something. That, yeah, and they they're, they're in the retail business. They're in the okay. food business and stuff like that. And they had the, and then all of a sudden before their episode they. Had a hundred thousands of followers before they even started one minute of their podcast. You know, they're just good, really good at what they do and promoting. Um, everybody, get on That's your amazing. phones or your computer and fucking like the plumbery right now. <laughs> Promotion. I think. <laughs> yeah. But it's one of those. I think there's a lot of bearded white guys on podcasts. You know, yeah. there's a lot of bearded white guys and there's we not are, a lot of girls on there. And it's easier to sell a girl's. Right. That, I mean, I'm going to say this. It's going to be easier to sell a product like that for girls. And they probably did are doing a fantastic job. But we're two fucking schmucks doing this thing right now. Yeah. There's I made a lot a really of us two fucking schmucks. Bad yeah. joke earlier. No, and I regret now. And like, <laughs> it's OK. It's, it's hard. It's hard to. I don't regret it. It was funny. You know, and I catch myself trying to speak too locally. I catch myself talking about stuff that you know nobody in Japan listening gives a crap about. Like, oh, and I gotta I remember go to that. St. Paul now. Yeah, yeah, I gotta remember that there's people in other countries that are listening that don't really give a crap what I'm talking about that happened at the grocery store and right. or something like that. I, I catch myself once in a while, but yeah, and you just get attached to friends and stuff like that. So, and they gotta get on iTunes. I mean. Any successful podcast is on. Yeah, we, that, we've been waiting for Adam to help us do that. So. <laughs> We're doing that tonight. I mean, I'm. I mean, yeah. we, we got the video stuff going now. Now, now, yeah. now we, and we we're st- obviously we were still doing the audio. I mean, that's the first and for, foremost for us, you know. It's right, like, and I I've, I've listened to so many podcasts that are really good, but the audio is so terrible that it's hard to even listen to for a couple moments. Yeah, yeah. If you have good audio, it helps so much. Yeah, if, I think we do a pretty good job here on it. Yeah, the audio is one of you guys are one of the best ones of that. The audio and and the way you guys bounce it off is one of the best ones. But you, you can have a great idea, and you right. don't if you don't know how to do recording. It's yeah, you know, like Bill Burr has one, and his is pretty popular. But his he sounds like he's in an echo chamber when yep, he's doing. He does. His, he's got the tin you know? canny. Oh god! And okay, some people so can't I, t- I got to say something I, here. I is this the right? This is the right time. Okay, yeah. it's ten minutes fast, or it's uh, eight minutes fast. But yeah. we're actually on a, a bit of a time parameter on this episode. Got to be seven thirty ish. Yeah, I got to be. I got to. I'm doing my Skype interview. You got your Morgan's in us. Col- you got your colonoscopy. Yeah, she's in Australia. So um, we. It took a while to coordinate this interview. So <laughs> uh, it's going to be eight thirty at night, but it's going to be one o'clock in 
Sunday in the afternoon for her. So we had a. I had to remember that she's ahead of, 17 hours ahead of me. So we got about 15 minutes. I always get confused about that I'm, yeah. when I'm thinking on where they're at. and what, Are they ahead or behind us? They're ahead of us. So I always tell yeah, my, my churchy religious people who think the end of the world is coming eventually that we'll know. We'll, we'll know because Australia will be the first. <laughs> so does it. <laughs> there it goes. It'll be like, you know, when they celebrate my, the New Year. There goes my light. Yeah, yeah there it goes. I'm sorry. There so, goes my light. All right, here. Right when I said the end of the world. I right. feel right. fine. You know, you know what that means? It means we're. This is it for the flummery. <laughs> Could be a good movie premise. Dun, dun, dun. I'll just do this. Does this help? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Fucking late. I thought you had yeah. the plugins for those. Well, let's check the video. God damn it. I do still. I do. They're sitting on my fucking radiator. <laughs> You're good. You're good. I know. I mean, I always look, I always look good. Yeah. <laughs> So are you guys ready for the solo movie? Just remember, none of us look as good as we used to look. Comes out in a couple months, doesn't Mm -hmm. it? We we don't have anything on it yet. I have heard nothing. They've really... I heard that that Aaron... Wait, a new Die Hard movie? No, Solo. I had Solo, Solo. Oh. I heard some bad stuff about the acting. I misheard that. Yeah, I think this is going to be like... It's it's going to be let go, not released... Yeah. Right. I mean, well, is it that no, no. bad? That movie escaped. It wasn't released. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're thinking? I'm thinking that yeah. way. I mean, once Infinity War comes out, everybody else is just going to ignore everything. Why is this supposed to be so bad? Who's playing him? It's just, Aaron Erdreich or some, something like that. I forget his name. Even Harrison Ford told him, don't do it. He told anybody, don't do it. How do you pull that character well, off yeah, when you're I mean, not you're, that it's character? It's not going to be the same thing. You have, it, yeah. it, it's like you got to be catching light. As Mark Hamill say, you got to be really catching lightning in a bottle. Oh, yeah. Lightning yeah. bugs in a bottle. And especially to pull off something that Harrison here. Ford. Right. Yeah, he's such a unique. I mean, there's a reason he's in two of the best trilogies I'm gonna go watch ever it made. I want to see the backstory on how they handle like him meeting Chewie. Have you, you seen know, the, all that stuff. Have you seen the Absolutely. test shots of Kurt Russell being Han Solo? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> and Christopher Walken. Yep. And was it? Uh, <laughs> well, we did. We saw all that uh, stuff when we were ramping up to the last Al Pacino movie, was supposed you know, to. Al Pacino uh, was going to go for Han Solo. Yeah. There's a testing of him in your no, costume. That would have yeah. been horrible. Um, Where is she? The best one. Is she under the table? <laughs> Where's that Millennium Falcon? And yeah, Princess would... Leia's got a great ass. <laughs> he would have had to smoke a lot of sick. Yeah. He's, he's, I think he's still sucking down the heaters. Um the Tom Selleck one, when he's auditioning for Indiana Jones. Tom Selleck did. Please yeah, tell remember, me. That. Remember, he was supposed to do Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he, he said would've, he would have been he would have fit, but I don't know. I mean, that character him, relies completely on how well it's played. It, um, you remember Sean I mean, Young? Yeah, the chick. Yeah. yeah, she was in Blade Runner. Yeah, there's an audition oh. tape of Tom Selleck being Indiana Jones, and Sean Young being Marion, and they're doing the bar scene. Oh, in, in Indiana Jones? Yeah, of Raider of the Lost Ark. They're yeah. doing the bar scene, and Sean Young's playing Marianne, and Tom Selleck doing Indiana Jones. It actually looks pretty good, even though it's like a test shot. Well, they're good that. actors, yeah. so it's like, it's it, that the, helps, but I think in the long run, there's certain things that you know Harrison Ford does that just make you go, fucking, dude's fucking cool, man. You know what I mean? We this went to, fucking cool. last year, Andy. They, they have this little yeah. staple. He does this a lot. Yeah, he points a lot. Yeah, that's it. This is that's his signature mo- acting move. Is yeah. his... <laughs> 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 
How dare you, sir? Yeah. He did. Remember that to tell that to the he president. He does an Air Force One. He does yeah. it. Or, uh, Get off my plane, Gary Oldman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could use a good kiss. You got a poster over your bed of Gary Oldman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking up on your. So uh, you're real he's your man crush. Yeah. Uh, and, cool. I'm a um, Christian Bale guy. You're kind of a Christian Bale guy? Well, yeah, yeah you both what? have underlining anger in you that's about ready to go. Right. <laughs> I have, I, so Get that director back I know here. how to end this off, we're, as long as we're not movies. Yeah. An actor, would you say Gary Oldman is, Bale, is one of those actors, because I've talked about this before, is one of those actors that can morph into anything that he wants to? Like, you know how Al Pacino plays right. a part? He's fucking Al He's, Pacino. Uh, yeah. He plays you know, yeah, it's Al Pacino doing this. Yeah. yeah. And, and De Niro, it's... Yeah, it's... Yeah. He's still De Niro. Was, but, yeah. like... For me, it's uh, who's the guy that was in There Will Be Blood? Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, he is probably Lewis. one of my favorite actors. That he can that, that guy totally can morph yeah. morph into yeah, anything yeah. that he wants to be in, like Lincoln or whatever he's. There's done. There's a word they use in the business. It's Character. called uh, it, it's a minus. You're too much of a chameleon, which means you're you, you're so good at it, you're not going to get noticed. And Gary Oldman's one of those. He gets so good. At playing an act, you forget that that's an actor. Well, it's, he's it, yeah. a character actor. They, that's yeah. like when they pass away, right? They're always in there when they're talking about him. They're like, "Oh, they one of the best character actors of all time." Yeah, because he's always playing. He's rarely the the main character, but he's always playing a really pivotal, like a really good. This is awesome bookend because we started talking about beginning. We talked about Gary Oldman. Now we're ending it with Gary Oldman. Gary um, it's called Romeo is Bleeding. If you can find it, remember that from the late. Late nineties, and he plays this cop that's playing both sides. He's crooked, and then life is catching up to him. Sounds mm-hmm. familiar. Yeah, Romeo's bleeding is awesome. Well, he's in um, the professional too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's in way so out of this gorgeous. And Fifth Element, he's in Fifth yeah, Element. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, he had the best. I think he was the best in True Romance. Batman. <laughs> what was his character in that one? He thought he was black, and he's in. He is obsessed oh, yeah, with Chinese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had this weird cross thing going on, and he had grilled teeth on. and everything. <laughs> he was just yeah, all just mixed like, up. <laughs> that was great. That is so fucked up. How do you? Even, he beats up know. Christian Slater as he tells him, "You thought it was White Boy Day." Gary Oldman, you're all white, man. <laughs> How do you write that, though? I know. Like, no, you, you, you can write that scene. You're a guy who thinks he's black, but you're obsessed with Chinese culture. <laughs> like, so would you honest? say that he is one of your favorite actors? He all? is. I mean, he's one of those. That it's, he's on the building. I'm going to have to go see it. Yeah. And you can play a good guy and bad guy. He's just one of those that's interchangeable. Yeah. I mean, well, especially in like the Nolan trilogies of the Batman, he is the consciousness of the Batman. I mean, as Gordon and everything, yeah. he's the one that he's the yeah, when everybody's going to crap, he's the moral compass. That right, he is. Uh, yeah, he's phenomenal in that yeah. movie. He really takes he that part is yeah. probably his most. He's up there with me. he's in my top five. Probably one of his most Daniel regular Z- guy kind of parts. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to really like get yeah into it he's just like this is the way it is and i'm the cop and i have a good conscience i mean go see him place being sid vicious yeah well i've never seen that but i'm aware that he did it yeah he was great kind of like morrison and the doors you know just he really got in there and just did an amazing job so thank you guys for having me that was awesome yeah yeah good talk thanks for your list i gotta write those couple movies down real quick too here so so we are gonna wrap it up but i want to say something quick um, obviously, check out Nick and Vince podcast yes, on thank Podbean. You. Thank you. And um, we are on iTunes other, and on iTunes. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Whatever. It's a, that's a fad. <laughs> that's um, a, it's the biggest. Yeah. 
But yeah, I guess we're not absolutely anyway. check it out because and if you want a good starter episode, one you're really going to break into. They actually start the episode with something not completely different, but related to movies on your best and worst of 2017, Thanks. which yeah. is one of them actually having listened to you know three quarters of it. Yeah, so far as one of my favorite episodes you, I've listened you, to. It's almost like a book. So, you just can put your marker in there and go back to yeah, it. Right it's, yeah, it's easy because I, I agree with most of the takes, too. Yeah. But, yeah, so don't forget to check them out. Um, would the other two that we talked about tonight, want to give them a shout-out? Uh, we talked about uh, 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 the Frank and Pod. I'm going to have an interview. Mm-hmm. There. She's going to be on uh, my the new episode for tomorrow. And uh, our, our new girls that just gave it a shout-out last night, uh, the Shake My Head podcast. Awesome, awesome. Shake right. my booty. Thanks, my- everybody. Tell your friends. They can get on here and say a bunch yeah. of stupid shit on our top chat. Yeah. And we out.